Welcome to the Core Happiness Podcast. I'm your host, Casey Banks, a mindset and positive psychology coach. On this podcast, we discuss all things related to creating happiness from within. So let's do it. Do you ever find yourself procrastinating on big tasks or avoiding doing something that you know you should be doing, but you're scared? Or have you even stopped to ask yourself, why am I procrastinating on this? What am I afraid of? Have you ever really wanted something to succeed, whether it's a career, a relationship, or a goal that you've set, but you find that your actions take you in the opposite direction of success? If so, you are pretty much like everybody else, because every now and again, we all engage in that self-defeating behavior that we call self-sabotage. And most people do it subconsciously without even realizing that they're engaging in a self-defeating behavior. And if you listen to the previous episode, we talked a lot about how to increase self-compassion. And the most common sign of a lack of self-compassion is when people self-sabotage. So self-sabotage is when you do things to undermine your own success, even though you may not want to, but you do. And usually there's an underlying reason as to why. So that's what we're going to discuss today, and we're going to look at why people self-sabotage, how it shows up, and what we can do about it. So the first thing is there's so many different reasons why people will self-sabotage. It really, truly depends on the person. However, there are a few main common themes that are pretty consistent, regardless of the situation. So I'm going to touch on those for a little bit. The first one that shows up the most is low self-esteem. When people have low self-esteem, they usually feel like they're not good enough, that they don't deserve certain things. I don't deserve success. I don't deserve to be happy. I'm not worthy of this excellent thing. So they sabotage their own efforts, even if they want to succeed. Like they deep down may want to succeed, but they still sabotage their efforts because it's a self-fulfilling prophecy. Subconsciously, what they're telling themselves is, I don't feel worthy. Therefore, I'm going to sabotage any efforts I have of being successful. Another reason is that sometimes people can have a fear of failure. And a fear of failure is where, again, it could be a self-fulfilling prophecy where you say, I'm going to set a goal so incredibly high that I know I won't achieve it. And a lot of this is subconscious, right? Like we're not thinking, oh, I'm going to set out to fail because I, that's what I want to do today. And that'll make me feel good to fail because I know I'm going to fail. No, it's I'm going to do something so amazing, so big, but subconsciously you're like, it is so big that I know I'm not going to achieve that. How am I going to do that? There's no way I'm going to do that. Or you avoid challenges. Fear of failing is enough to say, I'm just not even going to try at all. Another way that people self-sabotage can be perfectionism. Do you know a perfectionist or have you even been a perfectionist at one point who can set unrealistic standards for yourself or unrealistic expectations? That is another form of self-sabotage. And then you have unhealed trauma is a very common one. So if you've experienced trauma in your past at some point, you may be more likely to self-sabotage just in a way of coping with emotions or as a way of trying to avoid feeling any type of pain. So those are the most common themes, we'll call them. Now we'll look at where our self-sabotaging behaviors are most likely to show up. While it can happen in many different areas of our lives, some of the most common areas where it may occur is in work or school. If you think about it, 
a lot of times when you procrastinate, it's usually on something important. It's usually something that's a high risk. Like if you're at work and you're really working towards that promotion, but what happens if you get the promotion? What is that going to mean? What, what comes next? Some people have a fear of success. Will I be able to handle this success? Will I be able to handle the pressure once I reach that level of success? And so sometimes there can be procrastinating of tasks. There can be avoiding taking the risks. There can be the setting unrealistic expectations. Same thing in school. So start to compare yourselves. Well, look, if you got this grade, I'm never going to get that grade. I'm never going to get that GPA. So that's why it's a common area where you see a lot of self-sabotage happen around work or school. And it usually comes from the fear of failure, the fear of not being perfect if you're trying to be a perfectionist or even having low self-esteem. It is also very common to see self-sabotages in relationships. A lot of people, especially if they suffer from a low self-esteem, will put up walls in their relationship. That's a way of self-sabotaging. Or they may try to sabotage their partner's success. They may push people away or refuse to just let themselves be happy. Have you met some people who are just, no matter what, they're just, I don't want to be happy. Why? I don't think I deserve happiness. I don't think I'm worthy of happiness. So it's the low self-esteem that causes them to self-sabotage. So it becomes, see, I knew I wasn't worthy of this. I knew I didn't deserve this or deserve this person, or I knew this person was too good for me, or this situation is too good for me. Another area where this shows up a lot is in health. People who avoid working out or engage in very unhealthy behaviors, they may overeat, they may drink too much. Or have you ever had the situation where you may be starting a diet? on Monday. And you say, well, that starts on Monday. So leading up to Monday, I'm just going to go ahead and gorge and get all the bad stuff out of the way. So that way I don't have cravings. Or you say you're, you're doing the diet and you're doing well, but then you have your cheat meal that you turn into a cheat day. And then it's, oh, I'll, I'll just get back on track the next day. Those are all ways of sabotaging happiness and nutrition and taking care of your body. And last but not least, I have to talk about finances. Finances are a big area. They're huge. How many of you know that you should be saving money? You know what your budget is, but yet you still make very impulsive purchases. You still live beyond your means. You still say, you know what? I'm going to take that trip anyway. You only live once, YOLO. And so instead of putting that money in a savings account, or into a retirement fund or wherever it needs to go, your actions counteract what you should be doing. And that is a form of financial sabotage. In all these different areas and in all these different ways where self-sabotage can occur, it's no wonder it's pretty common that most people do engage in some self-sabotaging behavior at some point. So if you're trying to overcome self-sabotage, the first thing is to become self-aware of it. So a lot of times because there's underlining meanings to why we self-sabotage, it's hard to pinpoint the trigger of our self-sabotage. So it's, it's hard to be self-aware in that moment. But if any of what we just covered resonates with you at all, then you might be engaging in some self-sabotaging behaviors. And to help, there's actually a workbook linked in the show notes that I created that will help with identifying self-sabotaging behaviors or habits that you may have picked up along the way and you're just not aware of it. But the key is, once you become aware of it, the goal is to challenge those unhealthy habits and ask if they're true. And the most important part is, 
if you say that they're true, then you need to provide evidence to support why it's true. It's like a tricycle. You have three wheels. Without all three, you're not going to ride right. So you need to come up with at least three evidence-based reasons that support your beliefs. And if it's not three, then I challenge you to think differently. Be more positive, set more realistic thoughts, and challenge yourself to be more positive in your abilities. After that, set realistic goals. Because if your goals are not realistic, most likely you're going to give up easily. You're going to feel overwhelmed. You're not going to follow through. There'll be no accountability. So instead, set small, achievable goals that you can build on over time. That is going to increase your self-confidence. That is going to increase your sense of self-worth. And then the more you increase your sense of self-worth, the self-sabotaging behaviors will have no place to live, right? They dwell in the negativity. So the more you get rid of that negativity, they have no place to live. They have no place to go. So set realistic goals and then take care of yourself. I know we all know by now, but getting enough sleep, eating healthy foods, exercising regularly, those are just the basics that allow us to cope better and deal with stress and challenges. And it just makes sure that our bodies and our minds are performing at their optimal best. So make sure that you're giving yourself a fighting chance and make sure that you're taking care of yourself. The next thing is, if you need help with accountability, ask for support. That's one of the most important things you can do is ask for support. Ask a friend to help with accountability. You can go to a coach or if you need to, you can talk to a professional or a therapist may help you develop strategies to overcoming your self-sabotaging behaviors, especially if they're extreme behaviors. Because with the right tools and the right support, it's easy to break the cycle of self-destruction, but we have to start. We have to start with ourselves. So just to recap, if you find yourself procrastinating on important tasks or setting unrealistic goals or engaging in perfectionist habits, maybe even giving up easily, putting yourself down, comparing yourself to others, avoiding challenges, engaging in negative self-talk or low self-esteem, lack of worth, and if you avoid taking risks or even if you fear failure. All of those areas of self-sabotage help identify what those triggers may be and to overcome them. Because it all starts with us. We are the source of our inner happiness, every single one of us. We have so much potential within us, but we can be our greatest enemy as well. To quote Anton St. Martin, no more excuses, no more self-sabotage, no more self-pity, and no comparing yourself to others. Time to step up. Take action right now and start living your life with purpose. So don't self-sabotage. Instead, be your biggest supporter. Be your biggest cheerleader. Set yourself up for success. For additional tips, I encourage you to check out the free workbook linked in the show notes. And I encourage you, if you have not already, to go listen to the previous episode where we talk about self-compassion. Because self-compassion also helps with overcoming those self-sabotaging thoughts and negative habits that you may have built along the way. And that's all we have for today. Until next time. I thank you for joining me today. If you enjoyed this podcast, please feel free to rate it or leave a review. If you have any thoughts or questions, I would love to hear from you. You can email podcast at corehappiness.com. For show notes and additional resources, you can visit www.corehappiness.com. As always, please remember 
Never let anyone diminish your light. Until next time, sending you my love.